I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. First question, I always think, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. What is it about you? You were playing and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan. Attempting or, a remarkable you know. feat uh, this year. They're planning to roll across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported. I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure. Day 87. It is 5 past 4 a.m. Technically on the morning of day 88. I'm just finishing up my day. And it's been a good day. So I've been waiting for this window of weather patiently for some time. No, it's not. It's not like great or anything, but it's positive. We have winds finally coming from the south, so blowing to the north, and um, and that's it, really. They're not that strong or anything, but they're not adverse. They're not out of the northwest, which seems to have been the bane of my existence for fucking weeks. And um, they're helping push the boat uh, towards Ireland, kind of. Like, I need to get north anyway, ideally northeast, but um, north is okay. So this morning, uh, the morning of day 87 started at about 5 past 6 a.m. I, uh, you know, when I kind of wake out of my sleep, I'll just have a look at the deck repeater 
compare not the deck repeater, the GPS chart plotter in the cabin. Uh, let my eyes adjust and see what that's saying. Um, as we know, as I've talked about, every mile is precious. Every point one of a mile is precious. And and I went to bed last night with the boat. Believe it or not, pointing into the northeast. I was like, hallelujah, what is going on here? Unbelievable. And it actually tracked like 0.2 of a nautical mile while I was kind of getting ready and just uh, uh, going about my uh, my nighttime routine. But when I woke up, it was facing back the other way and it had come back on itself like 0.4 of a nautical mile from where I left it um, so I was like fuck this I'm not like kind of spending 45 minutes you know getting doing my mobility and then getting clothes on then having a small quick bite to eat and then pulling up the oars I'll have lost another 0.4 or 0.5 and that's just just way too fucking valuable, you know. Worked so hard for that. Um, I think it was 8.1 miles yesterday. So I was like, right, I just whipped on the clothes straight out, picked up the oars and started rowing. And that first, I just kept going then. I was like, I'll just row for half an hour, then I'll have breakfast. And I was like, I just kept going. I think I rowed. I'm trying to remember now. I definitely rode an hour, no, an hour and 15, and then I left down the oars and had something quick. Um, and then, you know, the second you leave down the oars, you're, you're also watching the thing, the, the GPS again, see if you're going black, going backwards, and I was, so it was a very quick uh, um, melange of some Nike protein bars I've brought, um, mixed in with some nut butters and um, some uh, smoothie recovery shakes which are lovely so um, you know it's it's a load of calories good quality calories and you can literally drink it down in no time um, and it's a good way of using up the protein bars I don't like the taste of so uh so i did two and a half hours uh only for a mile and a half i was like rowing in fucking concrete but uh i and it was you know anytime it's like that it's it's just it is demoralizing like you're looking at the deck repeater and it's like under half a knot as you go along and it's it's just you know, it's not as if you're not trying, it's the opposite. You're putting everything into every stroke and that's what you're getting. And you're like, oh my God, this is going to take so fucking long. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's quite hard to stay uh, neutral in those spaces, never mind positive. Um, but today's kind of mantra that I... Uh, lent on and it worked quite well at times was it's time on, time on the oars and perfect strokes that's needed Damien time on the oars and perfect strokes that's needed 
So I just kept coming back to that. Uh, had a break and then um, went again for another two and a half hours and this time it was better. I pulled uh, three miles this time in two and a half hours. So twice as fast. Uh, and I put a lot of that down to the uh, time of day. It just seems to always be really slow, like around 5, 6, 7 a.m. And then it, uh, as the sun comes up, it seems to become a little bit um, less stagnant. But then came the big change. Big news. I found something. And it's not a dairy milk. And it's not gummy bears, jelly beans. It's not a jet boil to boil my get hot water. It's not a new ore. It is speed. I'd say about 10, 12, 14 days ago, I messaged Chris and Justin, the boat builder, and Chris, my land sport, um, uh, inquiring about a few things I thought might be slowing the boat down. Because it was, you know, when I compare now to when we first got the boat, like, it just seems like you're rowing a fucking rock, like, um, so I listed off a few things, uh, the trim, so how it sits in the water, um, the hull and what might be attached to it, and, um, uh, where I have things spaced in all the lockers around the, around the boat, and, you know, can that be optimised a bit? Uh, and Justin was adamant that uh, the trim can have an effect um, and it does have an effect but it's minor enough but he was like the things attached to the hull can literally put two plus knots on your take it off sorry your speed and I, like, it's not as if I wasn't aware of this, you know, and something I was quite conscious of in my last row and I got out regularly and it was, it was, I mean, there was hardly anything stuck to it. I think the first time I got out was after like 25 days and uh, there was a little bit of kind of green algae moss and it came off in split seconds and then that was it. Today... I had fucking half the crustaceans of the Atlantic attached to the bottom of my boat when I got in. So today I finally worked up the fucking... ...courage to get in and face this thing. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be good, 
On two previous occasions, I've tried to, um, I've been in the water and tried to clean the bottom of the hull. Um, first time, we didn't have the goggles. The goggles were deep in the aft cabin. And we said, oh, fuck it, we'll get that next time. And then the second time I was getting in with the scraper uh, in one hand, GoPro in the other, um, and the goggles in my mouth, I think, or something like that kind of combination. And the goggles fell into the sea just before I was about to get in, and they were gone in a split second. Um... So since then, we've had days where I've gotten in, but like the, the water is so salty uh, that your eyes burn like crazy. Um, so I really, I know, and the scra- I lost the scraper in one of the capsides. I've not had any sort of like, what you might deem equipment for scraping the hull, you know? Um, so I've kind of been putting it off and using that as an excuse and been lazy. So, but today I was just like, fuck this. I just had had enough of how slow it was. And and finally, um, it was uh, was calm today, especially during the afternoon. It was like just rolling swells, you know, slow kind of loping um, mounds of swell. So it was was, um, conducive to getting in. So I got in anyway. Uh, and it was a case of, all right, the eyes are just going to burn, and then you're just going to have to get in and try and... Um, oh, I fashioned uh, what I thought would be a good idea, so I found a Coke bottle, um, and I kind of quartered it with the the lid as my handle, and then the, um, the, the upper portion above the, the kind of spout of the neck as a scraper and I thought that would work well because it's quite hard plastic and you know get stuff off so I had that and I was like you're just gonna have to scrape away and get these things off and whatever it is it is and fuck me you wanna I just it like I mean no exaggeration that I reckon between 30 to 40 percent of the hull was covered in these um not I mean, the only fucking crustacean I know is a barnacle. It wasn't a barnacle because I would never be getting that off. But it's kind of like a oh, these long kind of uh, squishy, almost suction cupped kind of crustaceans. With some of them had bits of shell on them. Um, they were mostly that. Um, a type of limpet or whatever, I don't know. Um, and I started scraping away anyway with the coke bottle, kind of waiting for all these things to start falling off. And nada, not a budge. They were just uh, impervious to its uh, workings. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's out the door. That idea, what I thought was a good idea. Uh, and then I just I just started grabbing at them. 
and pulling them off one by one and some of them were in clumps huge clumps of like six seven eight nine and you can kind of get your fingernails underneath one or two of them and then just rip them all off uh, and other ones you just pull and you'd leave a bit of it on the hull you know and for the next hour and i reckon 15 minutes if not hour and a half i went around that hull just pulling these things off pulling off pulling off pulling off pulling off pulling off, pulling off. hundreds of them um, and I got to about kind of right around one side of the hull as far in as my arm could reach and then I went kind of around the other side um, and you know uh, finished that bit off and I kind of got halfway down that side and I had to come out because I was fucking freezing um, my uh my capacity for cold water immersion is obviously in the fucking drain because it wasn't colds, firstly, I'm sure it was like, whatever, 15 degrees. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just didn't have it. I don't, I mean, it's a while now since I was in any sort of cold water and uh, um, uh, quite the, quite the, well, a funny moment when you consider, like, my promotion of cold water immersion and, you know, creating Freezebury and driving Freezebury for a couple of years and, you know, um, encouraging and advocating for people to get into the cold water. Uh, But, yeah, I know it was a struggle. It wasn't a struggle, it was just, it was really, got really cold after a while. I think it was constantly ducking my head under and holding my breath and you know it's quite a stressful thing hanging on to the side of a boat when you can't swim and it's uh, bopping around and moving on the, the swell of the Atlantic and then you're pulling off all these things and life is full of what-ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, so, uh, but I got it. Like I said, it was a case of getting three quarters of the way around and then uh, thinking hopefully tomorrow I get to finish that off. But uh, when I started to row the boat after that, so I had a wash after that then, because every time you're in the... Uh, in the drink, every time you're in the sea, it's a great opportunity to give yourself a um, fresh water wash when you come out, especially getting into uh, my uh, backside and staying on top of that and um, just 
any areas that are a bit sensitive or starting to become a bit notice become a bit sensitive they're probably because they're not clean uh you know we're on day 87 uh, without a shower out here <laughs> so uh yeah um and uh it was really warm afternoon thank fuck and uh i um yeah i just got an old towel inside wet towel and just kept my shoulders a bit covered with that and that helped kind of warm me up a little bit and then got dry and then it was just it was beautiful after that just those beating rays um penetrating my body with heat again uh and knowing that that has another couple hours left in that before it will go down you know so i was grand i was grand in no time whatsoever like it was just a a case of um making the right call to get out and uh, do the right thing um so yeah the plan then is to get back in at some point hopefully tomorrow uh, finish off pulling those things and then might try and go around with the coke bottle and get any little bits that are left or um, just use like a cut off some towel and see if I can kind of rub down any bits uh, or pieces and just make it as smooth as possible and because the difference when I started rowing on that next session was just through the roof like uh, I started doing I started seeing numbers I was used to seeing you know and questioning where they had gone like kind of upper twos the odd three just from rowing like you know no real help from conditions or currents or um winds so for the next four hours i did an hour on 10 minutes off and for that hour i am to row two miles so um i didn't get it every time but it was close you know it was two or three four or five six minutes over and uh, what that meant was by the time the sun had gone down and i was finished my kind of afternoon evening shifts uh i had done well just in that time period anyway from after um pulling the things off to there i'd done eight miles so that was big 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 um and then came in and uh, took a little bit of time off because I'd hardly been off the seat you know I'd hardly been in the cabin really a better way to put it rather than off the seat uh, so came in had a 20 minute nap took an hour and a half off 20 minute nap um, and uh, um, that was beautiful and then had some stuff I tried to I think I tried to do a bit of social media and then had the uh, unenviable task of heading back out into the darkness um, where the winds have actually picked up significantly um, from the south uh, to finish off my last few hours and um, today I'm, I was aiming for 14 hours on the oars hence why it's 4am and I'm making this uh, why 14 because um, I mean, I must have had fucking how many days of shit weather now where I haven't hardly made over 10 miles and uh, 
I saw that the next today, tomorrow, and the day after, the next three days are, is decent weather. And I have to make the most of decent weather. So I was, um, you know, f since I saw that first off, uh, when I first got the weather forecast showing that, I was like, right, here we go. You need to fucking um, double down here now. And uh, while this lasts, even though it's not like it's nothing major, it's just southerly winds coming from the south, blowing north over three days. But I gotta, I gotta make the most of it because I've had just such a shit time with the weather, such misfortune, such uh, just you know unhelpfulness. Uh, so I was like, right, can you do fourteen hours? Um, what's the, like most you can even stretch to? Consider where you are in the operation um, for the three days, and the number that I fell on was 14. It might be a bit ambitious, um, and I'll tell you why really in a second, but today I got 13 hours, 10 minutes. Um, and I'm pretty happy with that. I think in that I got about 19 miles, which is, uh, which is great. You know, anytime I'm around 20 now, is is big for me so hopefully with a, a little bit of help from the conditions we can get over 20 in the next couple hours while i sleep um so yeah that's the goal now for the next uh, two days is another you know longer days uh, less sleep and just see if i can um, add up a few decent uh total mileage days and, and kind of push on towards Galway and, and um, yeah fucking get as far away from this fucking mid 400s as possible anyway so the reason I was saying um, uh, what was I saying uh, the reason I was saying that um, oh yeah it might be a bit of a stretch is just what I you know, when I remember back to doing that uh, 31 hours in 40, pushing for the Gulf Stream out of the fog, um, the day after I pulled out, the day after that, when I just crashed after getting there, um, I could hardly do anything because my fucking arse is in ribbons, you know. Um, and it's going to be the same kind of here. I need to be conscious that... It's obviously really important to push and get the most out of your days. But if I push too much, if I spend too much time on uh, on my backside, especially when it's wet, um, I'm just going to have to compromise somewhere else further along. So that's why I came off there. I didn't do that last hour just because my arse is really sensitive the last couple hours and it's not normally like that so it's giving me warning shots so now tomorrow I'm like I've, you know there might be a case of been more difficult tomorrow um, so yeah that's you know that's the that's the crack there we'll see how it works out um, but it's really important that I get this um, nighttime break of like five hours four hours five hours it was four hours last night I think but ideally five hours because that 
that plays a huge role in the, the skin recovering overnight. Um, yeah. So that's it. I think that's the day done. I'm happy out. Worked really, really hard. It is a... It is an incredible workload, this North Atlantic row. Absolutely, phenomenally hard in terms of the, the workload that you have to burden. Um, I remember when I stop rowing, it's not as if the boat just sits there. Like today, the boat went backwards three times. So I went backwards first thing in the morning and went back when I stopped uh, in the next two shifts as well. So you kind of have to just accept that at times, even though you don't want to and you, you do your best to get back on the oars as quickly as possible. You kind of have to accept it all and it seems like it's going to be that way. Um, and then catch up those that mileage when you get on. So... On top of my 19 miles, I also have about probably a mile and a half, a mile and 1.7, 1.8 of miles I caught up today as well. You know? So it, uh, you're, I reckon that over the course of the 87 days, I can't be far off 250 miles backwards. If I was to go back and look at every incident when I went back, uh, it, it really couldn't be far off that it's fucking yeah and that's what makes this thing so fucking hard it's, you know as if it's not difficult enough that the the weather is localised and really work against you and make things very difficult to make the rowing really hard and slow um, but also you can go backwards <laughs> and you have to deal with that and the stress of that and the stress of the anticipation of going backwards um, yeah but we are moving forward that's all that matters so I think when I make a calculation in the morning, I won't be far off 422 or three miles, I'd say, to go away. Um, and probably about 400 to in a shear. Get under that 400 would be nice. So, uh, I have, as you know, above my head here when I lie down, I have my, I made that fucking mental, rowing 1,012 nautical miles in under 30 days it's not gone well 
<laughs> just leave it there. But uh, if I kind of scan this, right, so the 900s. So I went from 1,012 to 883 in three days. So I only had, yeah, so I went through the 900s in two days, basically. Um, or three sessions. And went through the 800s in, they were a bit slower. One, two, three, six days. And really slowed down at the end when I had a 10 what's that 16 miles 10 miles 5 miles yeah and that was the first 5 miles yeah went through the 700 in 3 days and that was that storm the tail of that storm went through the 600 uh, in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 days went through the 500s in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 days and I'm currently going through the 400s in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 days would probably be 12 by the end that's if, if I get two 20s uh, it'll be yeah 12 days compared to 2 and 3 so I'll be glad to see the back of the 400s fucking very glad Let's see the back of all those fucking crustacean cunts that were slowing me up as well. Good riddance. I'm delighted to be sharing this story with you guys. Don't forget, we're fundraising for four amazing charities Ability West, National Rehabilitation Hospital, excuse me, uh, the Goa Simon Community, and one very close to me, Madra. Um, so uh yeah if you'd like to support that'd be hugely appreciated by all at project empower uh, myself obviously i'm one of them people and uh, the charities themselves just go to projectempower.ie and you'll see the link there on the home page all right good night good morning have a great day sleep well whatever stage you're at in your life uh, your day and uh and keep striving for more from yourself cheers
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.